This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, every... (laughs) You did it again. I know. Stop laughing every week. I can't help it. This is The Lynn Group. This is The Wealth Puzzle, our podcast, our video show. We do it weekly, me and Tana. Mm -hmm. Tana laughs at every intro for some reason. It's some weird like twitch she's got now. I do. Uh, you know, it's weird. The weather's different or something. Um, hey, thank you for all of our viewers, all of our listeners. And also, we want to thank all the people that give us feedback on the show. We mm-hmm. do get a lot of emails, a lot of questions, a lot of opinions. Remember, we focus on retirement income planning. We are here mm-hmm. to help you look at the things that you have, the, the tools that you have, all of your hard work, all of your savings, the money that you've saved, your social security, your pension. How do you pay off the mortgage? How do you deal with getting sick? All of the moving parts that impact you in retirement. That's what we do. We help build the big picture. We help organize it. We build these cash flows and we help you get retired and feel comfortable about it. So mm-hmm. hot diggity dog. That's why Tana has that fancy thing after her name, RICP, Retirement <laughs> Income Certified Professional. Now, granted, that doesn't roll off your tongue when you say that. It's not it <laughs> the best engineered or right. words. It's a lot of words. But- It does sound fancy. So there is that. So hot diggity dog. Tana, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's August in uh, Ventura. So as I look out the window, it's gloomy and cold. um, It's August in Texas and it's sunny. For so many reasons. um, Well, good. Hey, we got a lot to talk about today. First, you know what I wanted to talk about, and I didn't even tell Tana this, but I thought we'd talk about old Afghanistan for a second. Mm now this is frustrating you know obviously the focus of the show is retirement planning we do cover a lot of politics we do cover a lot Mm -hmm. of current events because to be fair these things impact you Mm -hmm. they impact your finances because they impact the stock market uh politics politics i was gonna say i was gonna talk about tax and politics became politics hence we just invented a new word here on the wealth puzzle we now have politics to talk about um but politics (laughs) impact taxes right Mm -hmm. we're talking about a lot of legislative changes so we try to talk about this stuff so it's not to be some current event show it is what are the things that we think are relevant however the afghanistan thing is a little personally relevant to me so Mm -hmm. you know you know could it bleed into a bigger thing for your personal finances sure we'll Mm -hmm. see how it shapes up but at the moment it doesn't seem like it will but hey i joined the army a long time ago. In fact, 20 years ago in August of 2001. Now, so, okay, August of 2001, Tana, any idea what happened a month later in September of 2001? Yes. 9-11 attack. 9-11. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was three weeks into my uh, boot camp. I was sitting at Fort Knox, Kentucky. I was actually out mm-hmm. on a shooting range. Now in boot camp, I went to a, a fun special boot camp. It was 16 weeks long instead of eight. So I was one of the lucky Ouch. ones that somehow had some permanent boot camp. Um, you get no TV, you get no personal time. You you wear your uniform and do stuff for four months. 
And so when September 11th happened, we saw no news footage. We didn't see the videos. We didn't see the planes mm-hmm. hit the towers. We didn't get any of that. Wow. I was sitting out on the, the M4 shooting range, 300 yards, iron sights open. We didn't have these lazy scopes and all this cute red dot stuff people use now. But, um, you know, we had to actually learn to shoot. And the drill sergeant sits us all down. And he looks at all of us and we're all sitting there on the ground in the dirt. And he says, we just went to war. Look around. Half of you will be dead in six months. Mm -hmm. So he said, and you know, and it's tough because Mm -hmm. once again, you're in training and you don't know if this is more propaganda that they're just trying to kind of toughen you up a little bit, but this was a true thing. And this was something that, you know, happened while I was there. Now, fortunately I was one of the blessed ones. I, I, didn't have to go overseas to Afghanistan and do any of that stuff over there. But what I did end up doing for two years is becoming a combat trainer. So I spent two years, about 50, 60 miles north of Barstow in the desert, hence trying to replicate Afghanistan. And what we did once a month is we had people come in, about 5,000 people would come through there and they would train. And this was the pre-training that they would do right before they would get shipped over to Afghanistan. Hmm. And so I was a combat trainer. So I spent two years basically rolling around in the dirt, crawling around because I was a cavalry scout of trying to teach people how to fight and how to crawl around in the dirt. Um People died in training there and mm-hmm. certainly people that we helped train there went overseas and died. Wow. And so, you know, for me, it's kind of personal to right. see what's happened of lately in Afghanistan and, and really how disappointing it is to mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, our military seems to have shifted from having an inability to focus on winning wars to just making sure that everything is cute and fluffy these days. And it wasn't that way when I was in the army. Mm-hmm. Them drill sergeants called us words that would be so offensive today. So mm-hmm. in any case, I just thought I'd kind of say that, that, um, you know, I, you know, I feel for what's going on over there Yeah. and, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't become a bigger issue and that all the Americans and all of the people that have supported the United States for so many years are in a good spot. Well, geez, I agree. Somber, somber. All right. That's let's end the show there. I'm no. going to go, I'm going to go golfing. I don't golf. No, you're not. I was going to say you don't golf. I don't golf. Yeah. I used to golf. I don't golf so, when you were out right. in Palm Desert? Yeah. In the back okay. in the days. But yeah. golf, golf is a, I, I got four little girls. <laughs> Golfing logistically just doesn't make any sense because it takes too long. It's mm-hmm. expensive. You know, it shoots, you know, two thirds of your day if you're not careful. You can always play the eight hole instead of the 19. True that. True that. True that. I think it's a nine hole, by the way. Oh, nine. See, yeah, I don't know much about golf. The nineteenth hole is where you go get drunk, I think. After the golf. watering hole. Right. All right. All right. I pop this up on the screen. So let's talk a little uh little Rononomics. If anybody's followed our show for a couple of years, we used to mm-hmm. we used to joke about Rononomics. But once again, uh, COVID has shifted, right? It's it, it's shifted from the highly deadly COVID virus to the highly contagious COVID virus. And once again, the reason I bring this up is because this is now playing into economics, right? There's being a little bit of softening in economic numbers as the paranoia of the Delta is coming to get us all. If you're watching the show on YouTube or on Rumble, I put up a chart here. And what I put a chart of was it shows the rolling numbers the of, of cases and deaths. 
And so the blue line, if anybody can see this on here, I see, I need to, I need like a cute little pointer. We had that <laughs> massive wave, right? Massive wave of cases, mm-hmm. you know, 300,000 cases coming in November and December last year. It's when it was huge. And mortalities were just as huge, right? We had a lot of people over 3,000 teasing 4,000 a day passing away at the time. And so that was like the big wave, you know, and that was really rough. And ever since then, numbers have fallen significantly. But if you follow the chart, you'll notice as of lately, the blue wave has come back, right? It's going up a lot. I mean, you know, we're the, the, I don't know what the average is right now, maybe 125,000, but we've had a few days of 150,000 new cases, mm-hmm. but you notice the orange line. What's happened with the orange line? We're having the second biggest wave of COVID cases, but we are officially having the lowest wave of death. mortality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of interesting, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when the, when the last giant wave happened, deaths were right there with them. Mm-hmm. And so fortunately, whether it's the vaccine or new therapeutics or the Delta variant is not as deadly as the original one. I don't know. I'm not a whatever that person's called starts with an E and epidemiologist, something like that. That's a fancy word. The um, but the point is, is there really is now officially a disconnect between mm-hmm. cases and mortality, and but still, this is having a sense of paranoia in economics, and that's something that we all need to be conscious about. Is if we do lend towards more shutdowns. Um, that's going to be just that much more detrimental because it's not necessarily about the shutdown. That's the problem. When we get into economics, it's about the byproduct Mm -hmm. of a shutdown and see last year when the government mandated shutdowns, what did they do? Tana, they, they made it rain, right? Yeah. Gave handing out a boatload of money. money. Mm -hmm. Tana collected, uh, you know, thousands of dollars. I'm sure she went on to unemployment. She probably took PPP loans. I I imagine you made out like a bandit. I did not. The um, ironically, Tana makes so much money that she didn't probably get any of it. That's the opposite irony. The um, no, not true. Somewhere in between. Yes, those two truths <laughs> is is the reality. The um, but it's an interesting issue because once again, debt is a challenge. Right, last year we spent mm-hmm. accidentally an extra five seven trillion dollars. We're kind of on track to do that again this year. Our national debt is really tre- teasing $30 trillion. Mm-hmm. You go pre-COVID, it was at $22 trillion. That's a pretty big lurch forward right. in just a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, the more money we spend, the more debt we raise, the more that that could impact the credit worthiness of the United States trying to issue debt to raise money, the more that, oh, remember the inflation thing? We print more money, we put it on the books, more people have money, it's creating inflation. These are issues. So that's kind of the, the the concern that we have. And that's what we're watching is we're hoping that that disconnect between cases and mortality becomes a positive thing, right? If we can mm-hmm. keep mortality at a reasonable place. Remember last year, COVID was the number one cause of death. This year now it's probably the third or fourth cause of death, you know, behind heart attacks and cancers and other things like that. And so if we can keep that at bay, Hopefully we can avoid another strong economic cycle mm-hmm. of shutting down businesses, hence raising more debt, creating more inflation right. and, and, and really hammering the byproduct of COVID. Yeah. Dumb, good dumb, point. Dumb. Gee, this has been like a depressing show. <laughs> I, I gave you guys some weird kooky rant about Afghanistan. Now we're, now we're back to, you know, the end is near with COVID. 
The end is not near. Come on, do like a do sing a song. I do not have a good voice. (laughs) Come on, sing a song. I can't do it. I can't do it. We need something. Why you're here? No, we have a great article though to look over. (laughs) We do. It's very interesting. You want to read the article? (laughs) Tana sent me this article. What is this article you sent us, Tana? Tell us all about it. I'm just going to be quiet for the next ten minutes. Oh. So it's interesting because of COVID-19 pandemic, um, the U.S. government's policy, uh, the the response that we had, um, roughly six to 10 Americans paid no federal income tax last year. So you mean six out of 10. You said six to 10. Six out of 10. Sorry. Six out of 10. Six to 10. So what does that mean? No, six out of 10. Ah, that didn't make very much sense. Sorry about that. You know, the live audience here gets (laughs) nerve-wracking, so I totally understand it. (laughs) So, yeah, no, this is interesting because what were we about? 45% in the past. And so, you know, what we're up to about 60-ish percent now. Yeah, so pretty funny. So you kind of nailed it. So uh, according to the Tax Policy Center, it used to be that somewhere between 42 and 50 percent of people didn't pay any tax at all, federal taxes. Um, And the reason for that being is with standard deductions and child tax credits and all of this kind of stuff. You know, if a if a married couple was making probably just shy of about 60,000 a year, which is about the median income in the country, they didn't pay any taxes, which, you know, good for them. Now, what happened, though, last year, obviously, is the government started changing a bunch of rules. They started making certain income sources tax free. For example, if you collected some unemployment, they made a portion of it completely tax free. You know, they they waived a bunch of stuff. They increased the tax credits this year. Um, The other thing that they factored in is they said, well, those people that are also paying a small amount of tax, you know, they've broken the limit. Well, geez, by the time we then factor in how many stimulus checks and money we gave back to them, net, net, they didn't pay any tax. So mm-hmm. 61% of people did not pay any tax last year. Like, holy cow. This is like, yeah, I don't even know what it's like, right? You know, proud to be an American because everything is free. I, I mean, uh, this one. I well, know. and it's going to affect 2021 as well when you yeah. file your taxes. Yeah. So. And I can see the contrarian argument. Some people will say, well, no, um, it's because nobody made any money last year. And that's why. And that's just flat out not true, by the way. Um, If you were unemployed with the full federal and state unemployment benefits, two people in a household were making fifteen hundred bucks a week. That's Uh, a lot. Fifteen hundred times fifty two weeks. Uh, guess what? That's almost eighty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's that's more than the the local median income. That's certainly more than the national median income. Um, you know, if you were a business owner, you were given PPP loans to continue your own payroll services. Right. You were given stimulus checks. People made out like bandits in many respects last year. Now, granted, there's a whole swath of people that got destroyed in different ways. Right. Yeah, you might have made the money. You might have had the cash flow, but because you couldn't support the business anyways, your business still went belly up in the end. Um, so there is that, but a huge population of people actually came out ahead last year, which honestly, you know, from a financial fiscal responsibility, if we had no debt in this country, if we were running a, um, a surplus when it came to our, our deficits and whatnot, I could care less, you know, Hey, let's pay off everyone's student loans. Let's, let's really have some fun, but we don't, you know, we're, we're an indebted country. We have a lot of obligations. We have a lot of fiscal problems. 
And the reality was, is we allowed people to come out ahead. One thing, it's one thing to make someone even. It's another thing that they had to come out ahead last year. And mm -hmm. we know this because if you look at the M2 money supply, which is people's checking savings money markets, it's up 30% last year. Mm -hmm. It was the highest one yeah. year increase in people's cash reserves ever. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, we just had to print all this money and give it out to people. Can't figure out why there's inflation. Tana, how much is gas in Texas? We, that should be our, 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 our thing we lead with every week is we should start with gas prices in Texas. Right. It's about two eighty nine, dollars which is up a dollar <laughs> per gallon. <laughs> I know. Sorry that. to hear that. You know, I, know. I, was, I was out there. I'm not complaining. My wife and I were out there last year in, in, in I think, April or May mm -hmm. 2020. And by the airport, we we paid a buck sixty nine a gallon mm -hmm. by the in airport, and that's like that, convenience. You know, I, I, I haven't gotten gas in a week or two. I guess I'm not driving anywhere. But um, yeah, last time I paid, I was at about four eighty. Yeah. So, so you're saying I could save two bucks a gallon if I lived in Texas? Absolutely. Okay. That's interesting. You can save money on groceries too. <laughs> right. Well. I know. You know, when I was at, you know, brisket's kind of like a hard to find meat around here. You got to go to Smart and Final <laughs> or something. That's true. But when I were in Texas, every store like had this like mountain at the door. <laughs> Briskets, two bucks a pound. Like, you know, like they couldn't get rid of the garbage. You can even get brisket at the uh, gas station, especially is, Bucky's. Is it cooked? Or is <laughs> yeah, it? no, they cook it. They oh, okay. do. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so basically everywhere you go, you're yes. headed brisket. Brisket. Channels. But I can't I, I find. I can't think of any other reason not to move at this point. <laughs> I can't find tri-tip here, though. So really? that's kind See, of like the so trade-off. Uh -huh. I've, yeah. I've got an ad right here from Vons. My mom put it on my desk this morning. <laughs> she circled it. Three ninety-seven a pound. Nice Vons for a tri-tip. That's actually a great deal. And it's untrimmed. See, some of the snooty people don't like the untrimmed, but I do because I like to cook it down. Mm. And, and turn it into mush and that untrimmed stuff is what keeps it juicy and flavor yummy. yeah you're right so i'm all about that i'm gonna be uh if anyone's looking for me later today i'll be at bonds <laughs> getting some tri-tips i think it's limit too though because you know you know what we should be buying those we should be buying pork here in california because i guess they're getting rid of pigs because pigs are offensive <laughs> oh, and so as of january i think that they can't sell bacon in the california at the moment really yeah yeah, Are you yeah. being serious? I dude, Google it. Google. <laughs> okay. Bacon, California. Bacon. Anyways. <laughs> so kind of an interesting article, though, going back to the theme that that things have changed for people. People did come out really well. The government softened out some tax liabilities on certain things. The reality is there's a large swath of people who are sitting on extra cash. I would encourage all of you people that are listening that are sitting on the extra cash, do something useful with it, right? You, you This is found money. It's like an inheritance almost. Pay off a credit card, pay down your car mm -hmm. payment, toss it on your mortgage, do something that improves your life instead of just going to Amazon and buying, you know, $800 right. worth of garbage you don't need. Or just save it for a rainy day. Or that. I think that's super important. That. I know buy, I buy, buy Google stock with it. That was <laughs> okay. not an investment recommendation. No. Past performance does not equal future results. So. <laughs> Kind of interesting, but um, you know, I, I, I have to admit when you sent me this article, I kind of fell over because it, it really did hit me strong that that's a large swath of people. It always resonated mm -hmm. with me that, you know, almost half the country pays no taxes anyways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, emotionally, it's like my, my parents taught me that when I was young, that without having skin in the game, 
it's really hard for you to be too concerned about things, right? That's true. You know, Very I true. Think it's important that we all have to pay in and yeah, do things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's what's unfortunate because the the opposite irony is is what the government is doing right now, right? Is yeah, maybe a lot of people don't pay direct taxes, but what is what is inflation on a lot of people? It's an indirect tax, yeah, right? So when point. the government has poor fiscal policies, creates inflation. Yeah, those lower income folk that don't have to pay tax, that's that's good in and of itself. But then too, they're the ones that indirectly or uh, I don't know, unequally suffer. Mm-hmm. When, you know, one way or Good another, point. I'll be able to absorb gas being 20 cents higher. Um, but for someone else who's in a yeah. lower tax bracket, lower income bracket, they might not be able to. That's that might true. be a little more painful. I can I can absorb it because I only live two blocks from my office. So you do a lot of it, walking. If it gets too expensive, <laughs> I just walk to work. I get on I get on my daughter's pink scooter and just, you know. <laughs> do a couple pushes and I'm here. That's a good visual. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this is California. It's okay. <laughs> the, um, it's one of those big wheel ones though. They're really cool. Have you seen those? Like, you know, like the razor scooters that are little, mm-hmm. those are like death things farming. Cause I'm too heavy. Like, so it's like those little <laughs> tiny wheels. You just hit like an acorn in your head <laughs> where they made these big ones. They're like the wheels are this big, you know? So they're heavier. They're, 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 they're yeah. husky scooters. They're for yes. the husky folk like me. <laughs> And, um, and that thing's cool, man. It gets cooking. So anyways, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we did today. Did, did we accomplish anything? I know I'm not very with it today. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a crazy morning. We did all this, you know, stuff with our OneDrive and trying to get things true. organized. So I'm kind of on a different page right now. I apologize. That's true. We've been doing computer stuff yeah. all morning. The exciting part of owning a business <laughs> is doing stuff. The um, Well, hey, we like all of our listeners. We appreciate all the time and the feedback. Obviously, our focus is retirement income planning. Mm-hmm. You know, what, going back to the theme here, if you didn't pay taxes, if you came into extra money last year, I would encourage you to be a little fiscally responsible with your own wallet mm-hmm. and do something good with it. Like I said, pay something down, save some money, toss it yes. in your 401k, whatever the deal is. Hopefully the, the COVID thing stays under control. Hopefully mm-hmm. the mortality stays low. We don't go back to further shutdowns because I think if we do, that's going to be further detrimental when it comes to small businesses in this country and unfortunately inflation in your pocket. So, Hey, if you got questions, give us a call here. Let me pop up the banner for anyone who cares. Uh, 805-500-7035. Our main website is thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. That's 805-500-7035. And everybody have a great week and toodaloo. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805 805- or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lind Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.